Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good, I forgot what day it was there for a second. I know, well it's easy to do. The weeks just sort of roll all together. They do. Um, from the Disney Parks blog, there's a story about Cirque du Soleil announcing their ticket sale dates for Drawn to Life. That's right. There will be life in the uh, Cirque du Soleil Tent Theater at Disney Springs uh, beginning November 18th of 2021 as their new show, Drawn to Life, uh, debuts. Tickets will go on sale on August 20th to the general public. Um, You know, this was originally scheduled to debut in 2020, but they have not had a show in that theater since December 31st of 2017. That's amazing. Yeah, that's three and a half years ago. Yeah, it's a bummer. So I'm glad it's coming back. It was one of our favorite things to do. I think we saw it maybe twice. I mean, you can only see it so many times. The the previous one. Um, La Nuba. Right. You can only see it so many times. But we did see it twice and really enjoy it. So I'm excited to get down there and see the new one. We were supposed to have tickets for it in April of 2020. Yep. And obviously didn't quite make it for that. Nope. We missed out. Weren't we also supposed to have tickets when it was originally going to debut in 2019? No, I don't think they ever sold tickets for those okay. dates. It got pushed but back they released that. a date. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. It was um, National Roller Coaster Day. Dang what, it. On the 16th? Dang it. Monday? It was Monday, oh. and I missed it. Oh, man. You love roller coasters. I do. Uh, what's your favorite coaster at Disney? Um, We like Thunder Mountain. Okay. Thunder Mountain Railroad. I'm going to go with Seven Dwarves. Yeah? Yeah. I like uh, Thunder Mountain just because it was one. I think it was the first roller coaster we all did all as a family. It was, and I also remember doing it when I was a kid, and it being uh, probably my favorite ride when I went when I was like twelve years old. So it's right. one of my favorites. The next story from the Disney Parks blog is about the themed merchandise. Um, it's that's coming to Disneyland, Disney World, and Shop Disney. This is all Halloween themed. Yeah, because it's August, so mm-hmm. it's time for Halloween. Uh, the only thing I really like, they have a really nice lounge fly uh, backpack. Um, it's cute. The lounge fly bags seem to be really nice. They are. I don't know that I would make the investment for a bag that I would really only be able to carry for like two months tops. Right. And then, I mean, I guess you could carry it after that, but it'd be super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, typical Halloween merchandise. Uh, one of the big things this year is that um, Disney on Shop Disney has... Uh, Halloween costumes for special needs kids. They're so, kind of great. Yeah, they allow you to transform a wheelchair into uh, Buzz Lightyear spaceship or Cinderella's uh, coach. So pretty cool for those uh, with accessi- accessibility needs. Yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah. I mean, there's there's some amazing parents out there who have you know done these sorts of things for their kids. You know, made these Halloween costumes that work with their child's wheelchair. But, you know, not every parent's that crafty. Right. And uh, that's awesome that now there's an option for parents who just need to buy it. Exactly. Like most of us moms. Right. So head over to uh, the parks or shopdisney.com and get all of your Halloween merch. All right. Um, Some of the big news uh, at Disney is about what's not happening more than what is happening. Yeah. Uh, The other day um, during their quarterly uh, numbers meeting, Bob Chapek had said that uh, there's still strong demand for our parks in spite of the Delta variant. Uh, That seems to be uh, the opposite now. Um, Hotel occupancy at at Disney World was expected to be around 93% this coming weekend, uh, but with cancellations, it has dropped to just about 65%. 
and yeah. they've seen about a 10% drop week over week. Um, so that is a, a trend that they are seeing all around uh, Walt Disney World as well as non-Disney hotels as well. Uh, you know, this is the time of year when kids start going back to school, so there's usually a, a downtick in travel. Um, but I think a lot of people, this Delta variant, you know, thing has, especially with what's going on in Florida, yep. has people hesitant to travel. Yeah, I mean, just uh, with the people around me that I've seen, um, you know, some people canceling their trips. Um, some people, I have a friend who just came back from Florida you know, near the beach. And, and that's all they did was the beach. They basically stayed right. in the condo they had. They went to the beach, you know, double masked to fly back and forth. Um, and then now that they're back, you know, he was you know wearing a mask in the office and, and sort of, you know, keeping up with, with that just because, you know, he doesn't know if he picked something up when he was on vacation. Right. So yeah, we're kind of back to that a little bit and it's rolling right into Disney's profits. Yep. All right. Um, some new 50th anniversary banners have been installed at the Magic Kingdom entrance. Yeah, they're uh, nothing fancy. They just uh, note the world's most magical celebration with the big 50 as part of their logo. Um, they're rose gold, uh, rose gold banners with gold lettering. All right. So they're uh, they're very. I want to say they're very sedate. They're very, you know, they're not like in your face. It doesn't jump out at you. It's it's very serene. Right. Yeah. No, they're nice. Uh, any thoughts about how this whole uptick in the Delta variant is going to affect the numbers for the 50th anniversary? Um, I don't think this downtick is going to last very long. No? No. All right. I think, uh, I think there might be some availability for uh, the October 50th anniversary festivities. We'll have to see. Yeah. As I know, looking at the forward into Christmas week and... Uh, November, there's no availability. Yes, but that's the same thing that happened, you know, previously when people had high hopes that things would be better. Right. And, you know, you keep your reservations up until it gets, you know, within like a month and you realize this this is not better. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, there's a couple of new Disney Fab 50 statues that have been added to the collection. That's right. Descendant star Anna Carthcart uh, announced on Instagram the other day that uh, Gus and Jack, two of Cinderella's mice. Isn't it Jacques? Jacques? Jack-Jack. I know Jack-Jack is from uh, Baby Jack-Jack. I guess it is Jacques. Um, He will be part of the, they will both be part of the Disney Fab 50 character collection. So I I don't know if they count as two characters or one, Mm. uh, but it will be one statue and they will be holding a 50th uh, anniversary celebration medallion between the two of them. And they will be in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Also joining them in the Magic Kingdom will be Abu. Um, this was announced by Michael James Scott, who plays Genie in the Broadway production of Aladdin. And, uh, you know, Abu will be uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I was going to say that Aladdin is represented over in Adventureland. Yep. So uh, exciting to see another statue being released. So some characters translate better into these uh, 50th anniversary gold statues. Like yes. the Gus and Jacques look pretty good. Yes. The Abu looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. Not a good look. No. No. They, I really feel like they should have taken into consideration how these characters would look in golden form. Oh, okay. They didn't. Uh, your displeasure has been noted. Perfect. Great. Great. Um, so things are still reopening at Disney World, uh, some different uh, options for dining, and one of those is Tortuga Tavern. 
That's, um, they just reopened, and looks like they've got some new offerings as they're reopening. They did. They reopened on the 16th. However, uh, this is an updated menu, but they're not new items. Okay. They're just uh, items from other restaurants around the park. Huh. So they have a peanut butter, chocolate, hazelnut spread, and banana sandwich, but that is normally sold over at Aunt Polly's. Uh, Aunt Polly's on the um, Tom Sawyer Island? Island, yes. Okay. Uh, Desert Pear Lemonade Pirate Slushy used to be offered at the Golden Oak Outpost. Uh, so some of the items on the menu, like I said, have just been moved around. They're also offering a barbecued pork sandwich as well as a turkey leg, uh, an all-beef hot dog, and a slaw dog. Barbecued slaw dog. What kind of things did they used to offer? Um, I would think it would have been more... Right, because it's not the Mexican place. No, it's not. So, I don't, they probably just said like hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff. All right. I was just making sure it wasn't the Mexican one. What's that one called? Uh, also, I can think of his Tortuga Tavern. <laughs> the Mexican one on the corner is what I was thinking. Pico's Bills? Yes. Pico's Bills does have the tacos. Yes. Um, there's another small snack area that has reopened, um, but more important than that, it's a retail location. The Big Top Souvenirs in the Magic Kingdom has reopened. Yeah, that's exciting. It is. Um, they have a uh, new indoor seating area there, too. So that's that's nice. I don't remember them having this. This is like whole little like food popcorn. They used to have a little, they used thing. to sell like popcorn and slushies inside. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really like big and nice looking. I don't remember that part. Well, it used to be, it, yeah, it's been there. They used oh. to do, uh, there was a ton of merchandise in there. Yeah, so maybe. Which it looks like they've moved the merchandise, most yeah. of the merchandise out. Yeah. So and maybe opened that's it up better. for seat, indoor seating. It just it gives a different look. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they were putting up these points of light on the on Spaceship Earth uh, over time, you know, a little bit at a time. Um, but we hadn't seen it lit up yet. So over at Epcot, there are now some photos of the illuminated Spaceship Earth. That's right. Thanks to Imagineer Zach Ridley, uh, known by his Instagram handle, the Zach Ridley. Um, he uh, posted a picture of the uh, uh, points of light illuminated at night on Spaceship Earth. And uh, very exciting, I guess. The installation of the system is almost complete, and they are currently testing. Uh, this is a programmable LED lighting system. Uh, it is the first of its kind, and it was invented by Imagineers to integrate seamlessly into the iconic Spaceship Earth facade. Okay. Um, also on Spaceship Earth, it looks like they installed a really tiny camera on the top of Spaceship Earth, like maybe for security. We're not really sure, but um, it's not much of a news story, but it did happen. Well, it's funny because it's on a pole. Hmm. So on the top of Spaceship Earth, they now have a pole, like one of those little uh, security cameras that you would see in like a parking lot. Um, you know, no one's sure if this is permanent, but they think it might be there for tests or promotional uh, filming for mm. the new points of light. That makes sense. So we might see this come come off very quickly. All right. Staying in Epcot at the Grand Fiesta Tour, it looks like maybe Donald Duck is not doing so well again. Yeah. Poor Donald. You know, uh, was it last year, earlier this year, yeah. the three Caballeros were all removed, replaced by cardboard for three months. Right. And then the animatronics were brought back. Um well, Donald's right arm has been stuck in an extended position, which is leading to jerky, shaky movements of his maraca. Oh, no. And there's nothing worse than jerky, no. shaky movements of your maraca. You do not want that. Yeah. 
Um, they have not yet taken him out, uh, but uh, they're just letting him shake all wrong. Yeah, like he's having like a little seizure. <laughs> Poor Donald. Um, there is a rumor, and it's kind of an exciting one, that the Candlelight Processional could possibly be returning to Epcot for the International Festival of the Holidays this year. That's right. They are uh, talking about bringing it back in a modified format, uh, and cast members who have participated in the cast choir in the past are being invited back with proof of full vaccination against COVID-19. Good. So, um, you know, they're looking for uh, participants in the choir. Uh, they have not decided when it will return or what form it will be will come back in, uh, but they are you know, trying to get a, a, a handle on which cast members would be available or who would even want to do it. Hmm. Um, so this So this next story falls in line with the uh, fact that the numbers of people attending Disney World right now are down. Um, there was some unprecedented things happening at Rise of the Resistance over the past couple of days. That's right. On the 15th, uh, there were afternoon boarding groups available well after 4 p.m. And that's after the 2 p.m. The 1 p.m. 1 p.m. distribution. So, okay, so they were, like, if you tried to get one first thing in the morning, they got booked up. Yes. So there were some, some people that probably tried for an early boarding pass that didn't get one. Yes. And then at 1 o'clock, they do the redistribution, and everyone who tried for one for the 1 o'clock got one, and then... The key, it stayed open it for stayed you open. to try to get Correct. more. Correct. Well, well into the 4 o'clock hour. Okay. And then the following day, on the 16th, Rise of the Resistance allowed guests without boarding groups into the standby line. Which there was no standby line previously. Right. So, um, that's uh, that's unprecedented. Yeah, and it looks like that day, the boarding passes were available until 7 p.m., which mm-hmm. is the, the end of the time the virtual queue system was... was uh, Available, and yep. then they let people enter the standby line. Yeah, and they said there was no wait at the attraction by eight thirty. That's kind of crazy. It is. That just shows you how light the crowds are. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I feel like that—that that was our biggest news of the night. Right? I know. Um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, they have started reopening parts of the Boneyard Play area. That's right, the Boneyard, which is over in Dino Land, USA. Uh, is a place that kids can go in and uh, do some excavation from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, those hours are, of course, subject to change. Uh, but they are now partially uh, reopened. Uh, the bridge is closed, um, so you can't access the entire play area. Uh, they've put a plastic barrier up. But the you know the area that's not accessible via the bridge is open. So that's good news for the kids. Good. Moving to Disney Springs, um, a... Unfortunate, but not unexpected event has happened. Uh, it looks like the NBA experience is not going to be reopening. That's right. The NBA experience, which replaced Disney Quest in August of 2019, uh, was open for, oh, about eight months and closed in March of 2020. And that's it. Yeah. Got about eight months, all that money, redid the Crazy. building, new yeah. experience. They laid off the cast members in October. Um, you know, that's a big building. Taking, you know, Disney Quest going downhill, I think, was a big thing. Disney yeah. Quest was great. Mm-hmm. It just couldn't draw people there. You're not going to go to a Disney Quest if you're at a Disney park. Right. Uh, Although it might do fine now just because they're charging, like... So much to get into so the So much park. to get into the park that right. it might be a good alternative for somebody for a day to go do something like that. Yep. Um, so who knows? Maybe they'll bring something like that back. 
But yeah, the NBA experience, it, it got off to a slow start. It wasn't open when it was supposed to be open. And then people who went, even basketball fans, were like, yeah, it was good, but like one and done. You're not going right. back. And from what I understand, that Florida there isn't a huge um, – basketball isn't like the big sport right. there. So you don't have a lot of like locals who are going to go out there. And people, you know, when they're going on vacation, there's a lot of other things to do. Well, you would have thought they would have learned because the NBA had a restaurant and uh, experience over at Universal City Walk. Mm-hmm. And they closed that just before they opened up the NBA experience in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. If it was that popular, they never would have switched locations. Right. Yeah. So uh, RIP NBA experience, we hardly knew you. Yeah. Um, the tickets for Drawn to Life, um, are going to be available early to, what, annual D23 holders? members and annual pass holders. Okay. So those are actually currently available. Um, they are going to open, as I mentioned at the opening of the show, on August 20th to the general public, but as of today, uh, August 17th, the tickets are open. Uh, they're actually also going to do a special performance on Friday, November 19th, that is available uh, to D23 Gold members during the Destination D23 uh, experience for 2021. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to start just by telling you what the story is. And that's that um, Everything Pop uh, Dining has returned to pre-pandemic operations at Pop Century. And then I'm going to tell you that that's huge. Um, We've really been waiting for that one in particular, I feel like, to open. Um, but it's the first of all the cafeterias or quick service locations at any of the resorts um, or even parks to reopen to their pre-pandemic uh, status. Mm-hmm. You know, now you get your tray, you walk up to each individual serving station, you ask for what you want. Um, you do not have, you can mobile order, but yeah. you don't have to mobile order. Uh, so it's really, really exciting that it happened at pop, but it's even more exciting to think that it's probably the beginning of this happening, um, across, yeah, across the property. So really, really exciting. Yep. And like Cheryl said, the mobile order, they, they're, they're utilizing one station for mobile order pickup. Uh, but the rest of it is, you know, pick up your, your tray and get your food cafeteria style. Um, and then somewhat related, um, this happened a, a few weeks back, but the uh, Beaches and Cream to Go area is open once again. That's fantastic. Uh, it was really a bummer to not be able to get, you know, an ice cream cone or an ice cream sundae when you were over there by Beaches and Cream. You right. had to have a reservation. You had to sit down. Um, and that's, you know, that's not really a lot of, you know, some people you just want to walk up and be able to get ice cream. Yep. So that's fantastic that that had reopened yeah and that uh opened at the end of july and they don't offer the full menu there it's uh it's just uh double hand scooped ice cream uh, multiple flavors on sugar cone waffle cone or a souvenir shake they also offer a mini mickey sink and then they offer coca-cola or barks root beer floats so they don't offer the rest of the sundays correct they used to they i just haven't gotten back all the way to that but i mean i just mostly want an ice cream cone we have a date for uh, Boma, Flavors of Africa, that's going to be reopening at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's right. And it's going to be reopening as a buffet. Oh, good. So it that's is the first so buffet awesome. that is reopening. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, no word on whether it's going to be uh, just like it was pre-pandemic or if there are going to be cast members serving the food mm-hmm. on the buffet station or if it's going to be pre-pandemic. 
pre-plated food that you will pick up at the buffet station. But it is going to be a buffet you will get in line. Um, it is going to reopen on August 20th, the, uh, and that is at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And the rest of the resort opens on August 26th. Reservations for BOMA will be available beginning on August 18th. That's amazing. Yes. That's awesome. I'm going to say they're probably going to go with the same way that, like, the cruise line um, has gone. Um, even, like, um, when, you know, before they closed down the cruise ship in those last, like, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Where it's the buffet, but it's all served for you. You know, you present your plate and then they right. put They scoop it out for Right, you. exactly. I'm guessing that's how they're going to do it. Which would be fine with me. Awesome. Right. Speaking of uh, menus, they are returning Ohana's menu to the original one. That's right. Uh, goodbye shrimp casserole, roasted chicken, and kielbasa sausage. Which no one wanted. And uh, welcome back to the peel and eat shrimp and grilled chicken. Uh, they've also removed scones and cheddar bacon biscuits because Ohana bread is back. Yeah. Why mess with a good thing? So uh, the original menu is back. And uh, a lot of that is due to fan uh, vocalizations. Yep. Yes. You don't like something, you gotta say. Um, Moving to Disney Cruise Line news, um, the fantasy sailings uh, for September 4th have been canceled. That's right. This is a good news, bad bad news, good news story. The bad news is uh, Disney had canceled sailings on the fantasy through the end of August. They have also canceled the sailing through September 4th. However, they will begin sailing again on September 11th, yeah. which is great news. Yeah. Um, they normally do a seven-night itinerary. Uh, that All itineraries right now will be four nights with a double dip at Castaway Key. Right, and that's because they haven't been approved for five nights yet. That's right. Um, and But they are doing some debarkation testing for uh, sailings five nights or longer. That is true. I don't have that story, so if you want to mention something about that. Um, Disney Cruise Line revealed details on debarkation day testing for when the, uh, for when they resume, uh, the resumption of sailing ramps to include sailings of five night or lengths or longer for the longer sailings. There's going to be new debarkation day testing, um, for passengers who don't provide proof of vaccination. I guess all adults, uh, both adults and Children of every age on a five-night or longer sailing are going to be required to do a rapid PCR test, um, which is going to be administered there on the ship prior to debarking. Uh, they'll, it'll be charged $65 per person. And um, let's see. Book, guests booked on five-night or longer sailings who choose to provide proof of vaccination are not going to be required to take that COVID-19 test before uh, disembarking. So that's that. Excellent. And uh, the fantasy is looking back at possibly returning to longer cruises in uh, around the second week of October. All right. Once they have those debarkation uh, details worked out. Exactly. There's some. There's a new trailer that's been released for Star Wars Visions. That's right. Star Wars Visions we talked about a few months back, and that is a new show uh, coming to Disney Plus uh, that is all anime-based. So they've gotten some of the top Japanese anime studios to... Uh, write some Star Wars stories, uh, and they have uh, not only released the first trailer, uh, but they have announced some of the voice cast as well. Um, so that is good news. Uh, I don't really care about voice cast, um, <laughs> but uh, the trailer's up on our page. If you have any interest in this, um, 
you know, look for it online. Okay. Uh, we found a list of every new movie and show that is coming to Disney Plus in September 2021. You want to hit a few highlights there, Tony? I sure can. So, uh, September September brings us uh, the new Doogie Kamala Malalela uh, show, the, the updated version of Doogie Hauser. Uh, we get some new episodes of Chippendale Park Life. We get some new shorts called Doug Days. Uh, Turner and Hooch continues. What If continues. Um, we get, uh, let's see, Smoky Mountain Park Rangers on National Geographic, which is exciting. Um, season two of Disney Junior Mira, I'm sorry, of the Disney Junior series Mira Royal Detective. We get uh, the debut of Pirates of Caribbean on Stranger Tides on September 10th. Um, nothing. There's, there's Star a Wars, lot here. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Visions on September 22nd. Uh, and that is all episodes. Um, Spidey and His Amazing Friends Season 1 gets debuted on that day as well. And then as we get later into the month, we've got Disney's Magic Bake Off Season 1, which is seven episodes. And uh, that's pretty much it. None of none of the big shows. I'm going to say the big one is Disney Junior Muppet Babies. Oh, is that new or the old ones? I don't know. They're putting out eight episodes oh, um, on September 29th. It might be new. Mm-hmm. But I like Muppet Babies, so. Uh, are you going to watch uh, Doogie Kamal? No. Kama Aloha? No. No? No interest? No interest. Andy Mack doesn't uh, do it for I you? don't like her. Okay. She's not a nice lady. Oh, <laughs> She was mean on the cruise. She was mean on the cruise. All right. Um, in Universal Studios Florida, there is some new signage, uh, a new Chucky set, and uh, other things that have been added to the uh, Horror Nights Scare Zones. That's right. Over in the Hollywood section of the park, they've added uh, uh, Lights, Camera, Action, Eddie's Revenge Scare Zone signage. They've also added a, added a bunch of Chucky signage, as Cheryl mentioned, which... I don't know about you, but that uh, that movie scared the heck out of me. Um, you know, it's tough for their Halloween Horror Nights because these sets are up all day. So you go through the park during the right. day it's and weird. it's not Halloween-based. Um, but uh, you've got the facades and then the facades of these haunted houses and then the actual scare zone areas are in the middle of walkways and stuff. So it's, uh, it's very interesting. So a lot of that new signage uh, has gone up because, after all, it is Halloween time. At Universal Orlando, they are celebrating Passholder Appreciation Days with some new exclusive menu items. That's right. Over at the Cowfish Sushi Burger Bar, uh, they have debuted the AP Roll, uh, which is a um, a sushi roll for $19. It's a braised short rib glazed with orange togarashi barbecue, panko fried, and tape topped with Caribbean mango slaw. I hear it's spicy. It is, as are you. Uh, they have uh, some kimchi fries over at Mel's Drive-In, uh, which is in Universal Studios. Uh, so that is a, uh, a hot fry dish. It looks yummy. It does. Over at Green Eggs and Ham in Universal Islands of Adventure, uh, annual pass holders can purchase the vegan pizza tots. Which, vegan? Vegan. Vegan. Uh, vegan pizza tots, which are topped with plant-based sausage, pepperoni, Parmesan cheese, and tomato sauce. That does not look yummy. Uh, there's also a non-vegan version of that, that uh, in, in the same restaurant. 
Uh, and then over at Finnegan's Bar and Grill, they have a new exclusive burger called the Maloney Stack, uh, which is a premium grilled house ground beef patty with braised short rib, beer-battered onion rings, and ale cheese sauce served with web fries. So if you're an annual pass holder at Universal Studios Orlando, they are filling your belly. They are, with a lot of short ribs. Yes, short ribs <laughs> the thing this year. I guess. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. We have a full list of mazes, scare zones, and entertainment. Um, these were announced very recently. And I don't, where can you get the list? I mean, you don't have to go through the whole list. Where, where can it be found? Um, I'm looking right now on uh, WDW News Today. Yeah, I think you can just probably, like, it's probably listed right on the um, Universal Studios uh, exactly. site. But this is for Universal Studios Hollywood. We're just going to hit a couple of the highlights as far as haunted mazes go. You have Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, you have uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Exorcist, Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, The Curse of Pandora's Box, the ever-popular AMC's Walking Dead, and Terror Tram, The Ultimate Purge, which I think it's fun to do a tram ride that's uh, scary. Uh, they've got a bunch of, so of scare zones, Silver Screen Queens, Chainsaw Rangers, Demon City, uh, and then if you're a World of Dance fan, uh, I am. Jabberwockies, the dance team, is returning to Halloween Horror Nights with their unique mix of dance, special effect, effects, music, and humor. They were pretty awesome. They are. They're, they're a cool dance team. I'm not I'm, really into dance. But, I am. But I, know I mean, when, I don't dance. But. I know when you guys watch. I, I know you don't dance. <laughs> um, I know when you guys watch World of Dance, and, and they were on there. They put out some pretty good routines. Yeah. I Honestly, if we were closer. You would go? I would go. All right. Um, baby Velociraptors are hatching again in Jurassic Park at uh, Discovery Center. That's right. We mentioned the other day that the geneticists were back, and now that the geneticists are back, they can handle the uh, baby raptor hatchings. Cool. They need to be careful. You never know what a baby... No, baby, those baby uh, raptors, they're, raptors yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about how the numbers are going um, down as far as attendance in Disney World, but apparently um, it hasn't quite caught up to the numbers for the Florida tourist count yet. That's right. In uh, the second quarter of this year, Florida drew 31.7 million visitors, uh, which is 223.4% above the same time last year. Uh, when COVID had pretty much shut down the travel industry. Uh, the 2021 visitors from April through April 1st through June 30th are only 2.2% less than where they were in 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was well before the, the pandemic hit. Um, Orlando International Airport had the highest passenger volume of all Florida airports last quarter with 5.4 million total passengers. Miami came in second with 4.8 million. So people are still moving and traveling around. Uh, the Florida area. All right. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. Any final words? No, I don't have any. All right. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.